Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Kitchen Counter Podcast. I'm Steph, and today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's just me, but I am bringing on all of the sisters and our mom to share some of their best parenting fails. Before we get started, let's do a little snack time. I was going to share a Your Kid Said What segment because it was making me laugh so hard yesterday. But my son, who is three, kept asking me repeatedly for a song. Like, Mom, I need the dreams come true song. I need the dreams come true. And like, obviously in my head, I go immediately to what Disney song is he talking about? Turns out he was actually asking for the song by like Holland Oates, the making my dreams come true. Don't know where he heard it. Don't know how he knew it, but he is currently obsessed with that song and asks for it like 10 times a day. So I feel like, you know, introducing my kids to the classics, although I'm not sure it was me, but we're starting out this episode with win because the rest of the episode is going to be all fails. Before I dive into all of the parenting fails I'm going to share, I just have a Slight warning, this episode may have some content that might not be suitable for little ears. And I'm not talking about like, there's like curse words in it. This is a clean show, but the content may be something that you don't want them to hear. So this would be a good one to listen to with your headphones in. Okay, let's get into the parenting fails. Thank you to everyone who submitted a story. We had a lot of submissions and there is no way I could share them all. It would take hours. But I hope that this episode will be able to put a smile on your face and help you feel a little less alone in your parenting. So I'm going to start with my parenting fail. Um, my I have twins that are six. And if you've been around a six-year-old lately, like obviously their mouth is mostly just holes at this point because they are losing so many teeth all the time. Like so many teeth. And then with twins, it's like, Every other week, the tooth fairy is at our house. So this summer, we were traveling a lot. My husband uh, had graduation in Chicago, so we went out there with our family. And then we were in Utah visiting family for a few weeks. And then we also went on like a family vacation. And so we were in a few different places this summer. But like, that's not going to stop kids' teeth from falling out, right? And so in those places, um, my husband and I were like scrambling, like, oh my gosh, tooth fairy in, in the middle of Chicago in, in, in a, a hotel room. And it's like, anyway, it was crazy. So we got home and after all of these vacations, and then a few weeks later we moved 
And like, it was just a really stressful time. We had a lot going on. We still were like trying to get our feet under us from being like gone for a lot of the summer. And one of my daughters lost a tooth and we were like, oh, yay, put it under your pillow. Good job. And then we forgot. And so the first, like, she comes out that next morning and she's like, mom, the tooth fairy didn't come. And we were like, oh, no. Oh, maybe she just thought you were still in Chicago. Like, maybe, or in our old house, like we were trying to think of stuff. And we're like, don't worry. I'm sure she'll come tonight. Puts it back under her pillow. Night comes, goes to bed, wakes up the next morning. Mom, the tooth fairy still didn't come. And we were like, Oh, shoot. You would think at this point we would be like, okay, set like six reminders on our phones. Like, why is it so hard? I don't know why this is like one of the things that I am like, it is one of my greatest weaknesses as a parent. I cannot remember to do stuff like tooth fairy stuff. Nobody prepared me for this. (laughs) So third night comes, we finally remembered because like we had set like a bunch of alarms, but (laughs) we wrote her a note from the tooth fairy that was like oh we're so sorry I went to Chicago and you weren't there then I went to Utah and you weren't there and anyway we finally remembered to be honest there may have been a third night where we forgot as well now that I'm thinking about it but it's fine she got her money from the tooth fairy I'm still really bad at it I did not learn a lesson there so hopefully I'm not the only one that has tooth fairy problems. Actually, there was a guest submission about the tooth fairy and I'm going to share it later. So it's not just me. Okay. Here is another, or here is a guest submission and it was making me laugh so hard. So it says we were late for the school bus and my daughter tried telling me her socks didn't fit. I said, I don't care. Wear them anyway. (laughs) been there, done that. Later that afternoon after school, I said, why are you wearing dad's socks? You could obviously see they were two times too big. She said, I tried telling you this morning, but you said you didn't care. (laughs) She had to wear them all day at school. I am dying because I have done that before where it's like, you get to that point when you're getting your kids out the door to school and you're like, no, don't even tell me. Like, we're just going, we're leaving. Oh, so funny. Okay. I had the sisters record some of their fails. And so now you will get to hear about two of Camille's different parenting fails. Okay. I have two parenting fails that come to mind. The first one was I had my two first kids about... 23 months apart. So I kind of felt like I had two babies at the same time. My husband was in school full time and then he had a job on top of that. It's so it was mostly me with these two, two little ones. And I just remember it was a really like long day, a stressful day. We were out running errands or we were out somewhere, but for whatever reason, I put my baby in his car seat and got him buckled in and then got my toddler buckled into her car seat. But what I forgot to do was to buckle my toddler's car seat to the car. So anyways, we're driving down the road and then I turn a corner onto the street we're going and all of a sudden I hear my toddler in the back go, whoa, and her seat had completely turned on its side. She was no longer upright. She was like parallel to the seat. (laughs) 
laying on the ground and I, oh my gosh, I could have died. And so we pulled over and um, I'm like on on the shoulder of the road trying to buckle her car seat in and she thought it was so fun. But oh my gosh, ever since then, I have made sure to make, sh to make sure that the car seat is um, buckled to the car, to the actual seat. Um, but the second one happened um, uh, shortly after I had my third child. And so I had three kids that were five and under, ages five and under, and we went to the zoo with all of my husband's extended family, like all his siblings and all their kids. And it was such a fun day, but like our group was huge. And there were so many adults that I just, I assumed that everybody kind of had eyes on everybody else. And um, we were looking at an exhibit. I'm pretty sure it was the polar bears. And then we started walking away when my five-year-old daughter, the same one that flipped in her car seat, bless those oldest children, like they are guinea pigs. Anyways, oldest daughter um, didn't hear us say that we were going to go to the next exhibit. And so she stayed at the polar bears because she was watching them. Anyways, a couple of minutes passed before any of us realized that she was missing. And talk about a mom's worst nightmare. Like I went into that fight or flight mode and I have never sprinted so fast around a zoo um, immediately like reached out to zoo personnel and let them like put a call out that I'm missing this cute little blonde girl who's five years old. And then I just had the sickening thought that oh, somebody could have taken her to a bathroom and done terrible things. And so I just started running into all the men's bathrooms for the reason of finding my daughter. I just barged in like a, a woman with a mission. And <laughs> thankfully my daughter, we, um, for whatever reason had taught her when you are lost, go talk to somebody who's in charge, like a police officer or employee. And that's what she did. She was able to find a sweet zoo employee who took her right to the main office. And, um, we were able to get, find her within a matter of minutes, but oh my gosh, they were the longest minutes of my life. And to be honest, I don't love the zoo to this day. I just, it's not my favorite place because <laughs> it was a pretty traumatic day. And my daughter now is all grown up. She's a sophomore in high school and she still laughs about it. Um, we're just so glad it had a happy ending. So those are my two parenting fails that I think back on and I can laugh about them now, but oh man, in the moment, like oh, your heart just starts racing and your adrenaline is pumping and it's just the scariest thing ever. The zoo. I've said this before and I'll say it again. The At the Kitchen Counter podcast is a judge-free zone, especially with things like this because as a parent, things happen and you can be like the most loving, prepared parent in the world and things are still going to happen. And I mean, I have lost a child at the park. And it's the most terrifying experience of my life. It happens. And you don't think it'll happen until it does. <laughs> so this is a judge-free zone. And we love all of these parenting fails. Makes us feel a little less like we're not completely, completely failing as parents, but just know that like, this is par for the course. This is just part of parenting. Okay. The next guest submission says... I was on the phone when my 18-month-old came walking into the room. I saw him out of the corner of my eye, 
and noticed that he had his head tipped back with a dish or some sort of bowl up to his mouth. We have toy dishes, so I didn't think much of it until I looked at him. It was the base for our toilet brush. I was mortified. I felt like I needed to wash my own mouth out with soap. And then she said this, he's still alive and healthy as a horse. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I have done, well, I haven't done that exact thing, but I've done similar things where I'm like, oh, what are they eating? Like, especially that 18 month stage. It's so hard because like everything is edible. Everything goes in their mouth. Everything is a cup. Everything is to be eaten. And I have fished many a random thing out of my 18, well, all of my kids when they're 18 months old, because I'm like, oh, they're just eating something. No, they're chewing on rocks. Legitimately, I had one child who chewed on rocks, like straight up. And I was like, this can't be good. So you just never know. But I'm laughing so hard about the toilet bowl or the toilet dish brush bowl. Oof. Okay. Kristen is now going to share her parenting fail. Hi there. This is Kristen. Now there are many parenting fails, whether it's I forget which kid is which and I mix up their names all the time, or I accidentally leave a kid at soccer practice and forget to pick them up. But as I was thinking about this, one that came to mind was a birthday party. So my oldest daughter was three at the time, and we lived in a state where it was hot and humid. But this is my first time living in a state that was hot and humid, so I just didn't understand the that things can happen. <laughs> so anyways, okay, so I made this Barbie cake with, if you know what I'm talking about, I got this Barbie doll. I spent a lot of time building a cake that looked like a, a dress, and I was so excited. We got her all fancied, all dressed up, and we brought this cake. And then I also made a pinata, um, a homemade pinata, and I was so excited. So for this three-year-old's birthday, we have a fancy cake and a pinata for her little birthday party friends. So we show up to a park because families are invited because they're just three-year-olds. And what I didn't realize is that in humid areas, there are a lot of bugs everywhere. And the bugs started landing on the cake and were getting stuck. So all of a sudden I have this Barbie cake full of bugs. Not only that, it was so humid that the cake started falling apart and the frosting was literally melting off the Barbie. So in the picture, my husband is holding the cake together just to get a picture. My three-year-old is just sobbing because her Barbie is now like dying. And it just, the cake was a disaster. Then we go to the pinata and because it is so hot and humid, the pinata starts melting. Like usually those pinatas are hard, but when it's humid, they literally start melting and are soft. And so we would hit it and it would just indent. It wouldn't break or anything. It <laughs> it was no longer hard. It wasn't, it became almost like a plaster again. It was a giant, giant disaster. So there you have it. There is my parenting fell at a birthday party. This one when she first sent it to me, had me crying with tears of like laughter because it was so funny to me because I could just imagine it in my head. The the destroyed cake and the melted pinata. It's 
Oh my gosh. It's just, you don't know what you don't know, right? That, oh man, humidity, it'll throw you off your game, especially as a parent. Okay, the next guest submission, I am sharing this because this was the most of this type of submission that we got hands down. We had three different people and I'm curious if this is also something that you have heard of or you have seen because I had heard of an experience like this as well. So we had three different submissions and they all went something like this. I'm paraphrasing because there were so many of them. When I was a kid, this is from the perspective of the child. When I was a kid, I broke my leg, but my mom didn't think it was broken and made me wait three days before going to the doctor. Meanwhile, pushing me around in a stroller because I legit couldn't walk. That is all variations of that where a child had like jumped off something or was complaining that their leg hurt and then the mom was like no you're fine you're fine like I get that like it's just like oh my gosh like just keep walking you're okay like everything's gonna be fine and then three days later it's still happening that's a good good tip off that maybe you should take them in but I was laughing so hard that there were so many of those because it's hard to tell, like, especially with young kids, it's really hard to tell. So you are not alone if that has happened. And apparently it happens a lot more than you think it would. Okay. Next, I am going to share Lauren's submission. And this one's pretty good too. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just a few weeks ago, we had some friends over, and while they were over, our kids kind of wandered out to the backyard and were just playing, and we were just like watching them through the window. We had the screen door open so we could hear everything that was going on. It's a really small yard, and I noticed that my daughter, who is two, was just playing with some rocks. She loves dirt. She loves playing with rocks, so she was just stacking them up, putting them in the tractors and things we have outside by the sandbox. And a couple minutes later, she came inside with a handful of what I had assumed were the rocks. And so I was like, oh, what do you have? And she had come inside and all she said was poop, threw the poop on my lap and ran back outside. She was not playing with rocks. She had actually found some dog poop, and I had watched my daughter play with dog poop for about 10 minutes, not saying anything at all or stopping her until she had brought it into my home. Are you kidding me? I was laughing so hard listening to this because you can just imagine it like in your mind like, those are rocks. No, those are not rocks. Hopefully she's not like my child and didn't put them in her mouth. So fingers crossed. The next one we have is another guest submission. 
And this one's also tooth fairy related. So this is the one I was talking about. Makes you feel a little bit better. It's really hard, at least for me. So she says, one time I asked my husband to go downstairs and give my daughter her tooth fairy money. Well, he thought he was putting a couple $1 bills, but he pulled out a $100 bill. I had no idea she had wrote a letter asking the tooth fairy for $100. So when she showed me, I was like, how did this happen? But then I remembered I asked my husband to be the tooth fairy. So then she had to explain to her, the tooth fairy only gives a couple dollars for each tooth because she doesn't have enough money to give all the kids $100 bills. But now she thinks that I stole $100 and always reminds me and says, remember the time? <laughs> oh my gosh. Man, the two fairies rolling in the dough, passing out hundos. <laughs> but I love that too. Sometimes you have a parenting fail and your kids will constantly like, remember that time when we have one of those I ex Well, I didn't accidentally. You know those parenting moments that you're just really not proud of? I was at the end of my rope. It was like end of the day. My husband was working super long hours and like my twins were just kind of being a handful. And one of them was being like a child. She was just being a kid. But I was like, if you don't, I can't remember what it was. Like if you don't stop doing something, I will. Oh, she wasn't cleaning up. She made this gigantic mess. And I was like, cleaning it all up by myself. And I was like, I need your help. And I was like, if you don't help me, I'm going to have to throw some of your toys away. And she was like, you wouldn't dare. So of course, then as a parent, I'm like, gotta stick to my gun. So I threw away one of her beloved toys. And I still, to this day, it's been like three years. I still hear about it all the time. So we've got memories like an elephant. Okay. The next two fails are from Kendra so we've all had those bad at-home spray tan moments where you just you want to be a little sun-kissed and so um my son was probably three months old and he was going to be getting his baby blessing um and so i wanted to be a little more sun-kissed so i did a self-tanner at home and then after i finished the self-tanner you're supposed to wait like 15 minutes I waited maybe five and then he started crying and it was night at nighttime. And so I fed him and put him back in his bed, got dressed and even think much of it. And then the next morning, my husband is playing with him and holding him. And he's like, what is this line on his face? Um, it was for me. It was the Tanner. My son was also sun-kissed partially just a little bit on his face due to his mother's self-tanner the night before so a day full of pictures and family and my son was also a little sun-kissed i feel like i do a good job at locking my cupboards and things and keeping my kids out of them but i have called poison control more times than I can count. Um, there was one time we were taking family pictures at the salt flats and there's a lot of extremely salty water out there and 
the people that we were taking pictures with filled up one of the water bottles with water from the salt flats and I didn't notice and it was really hot so I gave my son a drink of water and his face was one I will never forget he was probably like 10 months old at the time and yeah he drank water salty salty water and I called poison control because I'm like he's gonna be dehydrated um he also snuck a dishwasher pod out from the sink when I wasn't looking and bit into that there's just been a lot of times I've had to call poison control he ate bird poop off the deck because he thought it was part of his ice cream cone that fell um there's just been a lot of poison control moments so not my best but you know what doesn't kill you makes you stronger at this point like I get it like I probably should just have poison control on speed dial. Like the other day, one of my kids climbed up into, like, it's like, I don't even know at this point how, anyway, one of my kids climbed up into like on top of our counter, on top of the medicine cabinet. Like, I don't even know how he got up there, but then he found quote unquote found some candies and it was Tums. I walked into the bathroom because I couldn't find him and he was straight up just eating Tums. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no, this is how it ends. Like, so like always overreact, but no, we, we call poison control a lot at our house too. Okay. The next one is a guest submission. That was pretty funny, but she says we threw a birthday party for our son. He had a blast with all of his friends. Six months later, we realized that while he got a bunch of presents from his friends, we didn't buy him a single present from us. He didn't realize, so we agreed to never speak of it again. <laughs> I love that there's like a pact like, oh, oh, nope, just don't speak of it. We're done. It's fine. It happened. Six months later, it's okay. It's okay. I love it. Okay, this next one is from our mom, and I'm so happy she chose to share because parenting six girls, like, she's got a lot, but she also chose to share a very Halloween-y one, which I felt was very appropriate. So here is our mom's parenting fail. Hi, this is mom with my mom fail. Um, I remember many years ago... I, we all love Halloween, and so it was Halloween time, and I thought, the kids are getting big now. I can show them one of my favorite Halloween movies that I loved as a young teenager, thinking they're all big, they're, you know, getting bigger, so I think they can handle it. It's not that bad. It wasn't back then. When I was young, we didn't have PG-13. It was PG, and so I found the movie, found the VHS, and we put it in um, one afternoon, and we started watching it, and it was way worse than I remembered, or I saw it with new eyes as a mom, and it was, it was not good. I was dying, and so I think all your little faces were just <gasps> horrified, and so I <laughs> turned it off, and I thought, Oh my goodness, I have to teach them that we don't watch this kind of stuff, even though I remembered it was like a thriller when I was young. And so 
I we I took everybody out back and we got dad's hammer and we all took turns bashing the VHS in the backyard and breaking up the the tape so we would remember that we don't watch those those scary of movies. And that was my mom fell. I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to have nightmares. But I was hoping that bashing it with the hammer would take over the scariness of what you saw. And yeah, major mom fail. So that's mine. The funny thing is, like, I remember—I don't know how old I was, but I remember this happening, and I remember thinking, like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" Like, I can't believe this is happening. But it was so, like, looking back now, like, there wasn't anything like really like wrong or scary with it. But I have done that as a parent. I've been like, "Oh, this show will be so great to show my kids," and then I put it on, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, this is nope. Nope, we are turning this off. So, been there, been there. I don't think we quite took it to taking out the VHS and smashing it with a hammer. But, I mean, different times. But it created a great memory and a good lesson in my mind. So, okay, one last fail for you. And this is probably, like, my greatest parenting fail of all time. And it's both me and my husband. So, We are living in Southern California, and so we go to Disneyland a lot. It's one of our favorite places to go as a family. And this was when our twins were about, I want to say they were just over 18 months old. And so they were our only kids, and we, like, went to Disneyland for the day, and we were having so much fun, and, like, it was just a really fun day together as a family. And about three quarters of the way through the day, it was maybe like 3 p.m. Um, my twins fell asleep in the stroller, like just from all of the the overstimulation and exhaustion from the day. So they fell asleep in the stroller and we were just like strolling around. And like, I think even at one point, my husband was like, do you smell that? And I was like, smell what? Like, all I smell is Disney. All I smell is joy and and delicious churros. Like, no, what are you talking about? So we just kept walking. They fell asleep for quite a long time, like over an hour and a half. And finally they like started to stir and we we're like, Oh yeah, we can go on rides again. And so <laughs> they like, one of them woke up and like hopped out and we were like getting her a snack or whatever. And then the other one like slowly walked up and she like sat forward and just this most horrific smell of all time, just like wafted up from our like double our little double bob stroller and I was like what is that what is happening so I was like well maybe she just like needs to be changed obviously so we go and I like go to like get her out of the stroller and as I'm pulling her out I can see that there is poop everywhere like everywhere all over the stroller all over the clothes up in her hair they're like it was everywhere it was everywhere and of course you would think oh taking 18 month old twins to disneyland for the day prepared parent you brought backup clothes no i absolutely did not so i am like scrambling like at this point what do you even do so we're like in the family restroom and i'm trying to like wash her off 
in the sink, like trying. <laughs> it was so bad. And it's like, I think I'm like, I still have a little bit of trauma from that incident. It's like, it was so bad. I think I blocked out a lot of it from my memory, but so then it's like, I can't just leave her naked. So I'm in the family restroom with both of my twins and my husband is running through the streets. It was in California Adventure, running through the streets of California Adventure, trying to find clothes for an 18-month-old that aren't going to cost us $75 for like a t-shirt. And oh, it was so, he ended up finding some like random, like when like, Sum Sums is what it's called. They like used to be super popular. He like found some random like Sum Sum pants that were literally like three sizes too big and then a shirt and she wore that. But it was so bad and we were so unprepared and I have never and since then have yet to experience a blowout of those proportions. It was a disaster, but Learned a really, really valuable lesson. Always bring a spare change of clothes, even if you don't think you're going to need it, because you never know when you will. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Kitchen Counter podcast today. We are so thankful to you for being here and for sharing in both our wins and our struggles because parenting is a really hard gig and it's even harder when you feel like you're the only one who's doing it wrong. So thank you for being here. If you wouldn't mind taking a few two minutes and go leaving us a rating if you liked this episode or a review or If you have a funny parenting story you would like to share and you haven't shared it yet, share it and tag at the kitchen counter pod. And we'll be sharing those all week long on Instagram. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you and we hope, you know, you are doing way better than you think you are. We'll catch you next week. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.